Hi, welcome back to the Playlist of Life podcast. I'm Eliana. And I'm And today we're going to be talking about some new trends that have been going on recently. On TikTok, there's a lot going on, Mm -hmm. a lot happening, and I think it just deserves to be talked about. I think also, like, we've gotten to this place where TikTok has such the ability to change what's happening in people's conversations and in real life. Like, I feel like it's morphed to be something that really changes the culture. TikTok is really overcoming my life, honestly. I know. I had to delete it. I had to put my, a time limit of 30 minutes on my Instagram with a password that I don't know um, because it was becoming such an issue. But even so, I'm so, like, chronically online. Like, I just feel like I'm so in the weeds of what's going on online and there's so many different trends going on. And like we said, like, I really feel like TikTok has the power to change what's going on in the current culture and what people are talking about in real life as well as online. Yeah. So we wanted to focus on that for an episode and just share our takes, our opinions, and we want to hear yours. So please, you know, let us know. But before we do that, we want to start the way we start every episode, which is a song we've recently been loving. So my song of the week is Homesick by Noah Khan. I have been obsessed with this man. When I tell you, Noah Khan is one of my new favorite artists of all time. Thanks I- to me. I fully blame Eliana. You've seen the progression of this throughout the last, like, five episodes. It's like, oh, I kind of like Noah Khan. Oh, it, yeah, I like him even more. Now, oh, I'm obsessed with this man. Like, between You're Gonna Go Far, Six Season, Dial Drunk, Northern Attitude, all, Call Your Mom. They're all amazing. Homesick, I've recently discovered. I love it. I've heard part of it on TikTok. You all know the part. I'm me because I grew up in New England. Mm-hmm. But Perfect TikTok audio. Perfect. We actually didn't grow up in New England, so sad. <laughs> but listening to this song on a fall day in the car is just the perfect vibe. The lyrics are so fun, so meaningful. I absolutely love this song. I love this album. And I do know from reading it that reading something on Apple Music that this song like did have a big part of the inspiration of the whole album. Mm. Um there's a little blurb on Apple Music for all of you superior music listeners. If you don't know, if you haven't been listening to all the episodes of the podcast, Molly and I have a bit of a rivalry. You can scroll back a little bit and find our Apple Music versus Spotify episode, but it is something that, you know, makes our fr- our friendship a little bit difficult. Sometimes there's a bit of a crack. It does. <laughs> it does. But what I will tell you is under almost every album, if you press more, it'll show you a little blurb that someone from the Apple Music team wrote about the album, and in to- most of them in talking to the artist. And so this kind of does give you an insight of where the album is coming from. I think Spotify has something similar. Just... But, anyway. <laughs> but anyway, um, as someone who saw Noah Khan um, in concert, I can say that he is really one of my favorite artists, and like, the concert was so amazing to see him live and the energy of the crowd was just like electric. I think I talked about it in a past episode, so I won't go too much into it. But I fully support Molly's new obsession. Um, I feel like I shepherded her into it a little bit. Um, while Molly's been falling in love with Noah Khan's music, I've been falling in love with country music. I like sort of always liked country music and I always like thought it was fun and it was kind of an untapped genre that I didn't really listen to, but I always felt like I would like. 
but I feel like recently I've been listening to like Luke Combs and Zach Bryan and I feel like I'm really getting into like my country era here. You are a country music girl through and through. I don't know whether that's a compliment or not, but I'll take it. It works for you. The same way I am obsessed with like Phoebe Bridges and like Gracie Abrams and like sad mm-hmm. girl music, you're obsessed with like country music and it works. I love country music. Like I haven't really gotten to Morgan Wallen. Like I feel like he's like that's hardcore country. Hardcore music. country that I kind of have to like ease your way ease ease up to exactly. Um, like work my way up to. But right now Luke Holmes, Zach Bryan is kind of like my vibe right now. And I do think Noah Khan kind of like eased me into a more folk country genre and then Zach Bryan Luke Holmes, I'm like really getting into it. But one of the songs that I've really been loving um, off of Zach Bryan's new album is East Side of Sorrow. And it's really good. The It's like such a, like, it's just like a fun, like you just want to like dance and move around to it. And it's like a fun song and it's like, it's slower, but it still has like a beat to it. I can confirm that she played this song for me about 20 minutes ago when that's all I've been talking about and singing in the past And it's minutes. so catchy. The sun is going to rise tomorrow somewhere on the east side of sorrow. Like, you just want to dance and, like, sing it constantly. Like, it's such a great song. And I also really like the message. Look, I'm not really sure if this is how I'm, if this is, like, what he meant or, like, I don't really understand, like, east, whatever. I, I'm a little unclear, but the way I've taken the message of the song is the sun is going to rise tomorrow somewhere on the east side of sorrow. So the summer, the sun is going to rise tomorrow somewhere past sorrow. Like, like whatever, whatever is upsetting today is going to be gone when it. the sun rises tomorrow. And the sun is going to rise tomorrow somewhere on the east side of sorrow. Like, somewhere past all of the things that you've been struggling with today. And I just feel like whether you're having a good day or a bad day, like, it's just such a kind of comforting feeling to know that like whatever happens tomorrow the sun is going to rise again and it's going to be a new day Mm -hmm. and I don't know that's the way I've been I've been taking the the song I like it's like not obvious to me if that's like what it meant like I don't know if this is like the most obvious take I've ever had or like a nuanced take I'm like not really sure I feel like I have to like I'm not really in like Zach Bryan fan culture conversations but I really like the song and that's the way I've taken it and I love it. I haven't, like, really latched on to a lot of the other songs in that album. I really like um, Burn, Burn, Burn. And I feel like there was another one. But the ones from his most recent album, which I think is self-titled, um, I haven't really, like, found any other favorites yet. But I feel like I really have to give it a chance. But right now, East Side of Sorrow is top of the playlist. It's one of those songs where I, like, keep skipping through the playlist that I put on shuffle to find it. You know what I mean? Yes. That's me with all Noah Khan recently. Oh, moving on to what we wanted to talk about for the bulk of this episode. Um, kind of all of these, like, trends that are going around and our opinions on them. Okay, so one of the big trends right now is girl math. And basically, it's, like, a way of convincing yourself that you're not spending as much money as you are. So, like, one example is, like, if you go to the store to return something that you already bought, then you're, like, making money. Or, like, if you, like, we're going to buy something and then you don't, then you're making money that you can then spend somewhere else. Or, like, if you buy concert tickets so far in advance, um, then you basically didn't spend any money on it once it comes. Or, like, people say, like, oh, like, you know, anything I buy with cash is free or, like, anything I buy with my credit card feels free, whatever. Or my Starbucks points. Uh, or on the Starbucks app. 
and like I think this is a fun little trend like my mom and I always joke like oh my god we just made a hundred dollars when we just like returned stuff that we bought from the mall but I think that it can also be really dangerous this trend um I I want you to like if you haven't like we'll link some on our story but like if you haven't like go watch these videos because it really gives you a feel for like what kinds of things people are talking about with girl math and I think it's a fun trend it's funny but it really has the potential to be dangerous because it's sort of like exacerbating and like kind of adding to the idea that like women don't know how to spend money and like that women don't know how to do like math and the fact that it's girl math it's really like putting women in a box and saying there are no women in STEM like all women are bad at th something that a lot of women are good at this doesn't go good to say that I'm good at math but still I think like it can be like, it could have been called, like, you know, Delulu math. Like, people yeah. say, like, being Delulu, like, being delusional. But the fact that it's labeled girl math, I think, can, is so damaging because there is already so much. Like, I feel like people say, like, you know, oh, like, if you're losing money, you need to stop spending money on Starbucks every day. Like, that's the, that's the financial advice that goes online for women. Yeah. And I think there's such this, like, idea, and there always has been, of that women are not the ones who are doing the math and the science and the engineering and the t and all of that and the STEM. And I think calling it girl math is so damaging to say like, oh, like, you know, the way girls think about money is basically that like they don't understand inflation yeah. and they like, don't understand. Females are irresponsible with money. It's basically implying. So I think it's a really dangerous thing to have as a trend um, because of course, like, we all joke around that, like, oh, when I buy something with cash, like, it feels free, or, like, you know, if I, I mean, my family did this together, we, instead of going to the, we, we wanted to go to the U.S. Open, but the U.S. Open tickets for the actual week were really expensive, so we decided to go for the free fan week, where you can watch the, like, qualifying matches and watch them practice and stuff, mm -hmm. and so while we were there, we were like, oh, like, you know, the snacks we get here are basically free, because we saved so much money by not buying the tickets. Yeah. And it's like, that's always funny to joke, but I think branding it... I mean, my dad was saying that too, right? So, like, branding it as girl math is where it becomes dangerous. I agree. I think saying it is no problem, but it's the name. That's the issue. And, like, have I referred to it as girl math many times? Yes. But still, and it's not it's damaging. To, and it's not to say that this, like cancel everybody who's ever like said girl math and like end the trend but I just think it's something to think about and you can say it's not that serious you can say like oh it's just a trend but like we said at the beginning of this episode I think trends have the potential to change the culture and change what we're talking about and the conversations we're having and the outlooks we have on things and so I think just keep being aware of the danger of a trend or two really can make all the difference. I really agree. Um, and another thing in a similar vein is girl dinner. A lot of people on TikTok and online have been talking about girl dinner, um, lately. Um, and it's basically, it started as a fun little trend where someone was like, oh, this is girl dinner, I'm eating three crackers, a pretzel, uh, and a pickle, and some sweet potato fries. I definitely didn't just list my lunch, my afternoon snack. Um, but it started as a fun little trend. But it 
now has been kind of promoting unhealthy eating habits. Yeah, it started as like, you know when you are, you want to have a meal and you're like, but you like don't really know what you want and you just want like a bunch of snacks. So you make like, not exactly a charcuterie board, but just like a plate of like, you know, turkey and like chicken nuggets and crackers and vegetables and fruit. Like I make that for myself all the time. Um, and people were starting to call it girl dinner when you just, like, grab random things from the cabinet to eat. And I think that's great. Like, I think I have dinners like that all the time. But when it becomes girl, my my girl dinner is eating one pickle. My girl dinner is, you know, four chocolate chips and a date. That's where I feel like it becomes bad. And it's equal, like, it's making, like, girl dinner synonymous with, under eating and like only having like these petite little things and like that's not how it started but I feel like it has spiraled from there and I feel like there's been I've seen a lot of people being like I'm I'm I don't do girl dinner like I you know I have to have like steak or whatever yeah and I just feel like any trend where we're like grouping people into these like boxes and like I think like I said like it's not that serious in a way but in a way, it also is because, you know, people who are growing up and seeing, you know, oh, like, you know, this person is just having three carrot sticks for dinner. Like, why do I feel like I need to be eating more than that? Yeah. So I feel like just having, like, again, it could just be called, like, you know, like, I followed this girl a while ago who made, like, snack plates all the time and they were so fun to watch she would like mix you know she would have like her her candy and the pickles and the sandwich whatever and it was like she would make them for her and her like daughter and they were so fun to watch and like good inspiration for like what to have as an after-school snack or as a dinner and like calling it like a snack plate or snacky dinner or whatever is totally fine, but I think the problem is when you be, when you brand it as something that's for girls, then it becomes, one, something that people constantly have to rag on, and like we talked about with the Taylor Swift, and two, something that kind of, now you're grouping all girls into this. And I think it's just dangerous to say that, like, a real meal is a pickle and a radish you know what I mean so I do think that that's definitely like just something to keep in mind that I'm trying to keep in mind and just be aware of I feel like girl dinner is still like in in the culture but not as much but girl math is definitely like I right now being talked about a lot but again they're just trends but I think that we you know being aware of the power that social media has to impact the way that we think about things the way that we talk to each other is important and one more thing on a slightly lighter note. Yes, a little more fun. A lot of people have been talking about the Roman Empire trend, about how every single guy has been thinking about the Roman Empire constantly. I actually asked my brother and he had never hadn't thought of the Roman Empire in forever. <laughs> um, but this is such a popular thing. Basically people like video themselves asking their like husbands, boyfriends, whatever, like how many times a week or like how often they think of the Roman Empire and some of them are like oh yeah like probably three times a week probably like, twice a day I've heard like babe that's not normal like how this is what I okay we can get into like 
why are they thinking about the Roman Empire? What's the female equivalent? Like, we have to get there. But also, isn't this just so interesting to think about the fact that, like, there's stuff, like, going on in people's heads, like, we have no idea. Yeah, like... Like, the way that, like, like the whole, like, the whole conversation that, like, always gets so confusing about, like, do we all see color the same way? And is, like, yeah. do we just both call it blue? Like, whatever. But that gives the same vibe as this to me, where it's, like, like, we just have no idea how other people's consciousness is. And, like, it's so crazy to, like, have gone... 17 years of my life or like hundreds of years of civilization i guess not that many after the roman empire whatever yeah not knowing like like i don't know there just must be like things that i think about every day that like i think are completely normal that someone else would think was completely strange yeah and so it's just crazy to like think about that i don't know and i've heard a lot of people talk about what the female equivalent is to this i've heard some people throw out the triangle shirtwaist factory fire i've heard about the titanic i've heard about randomly being kidnapped Oh, I I think I'm going to be kidnapped every time I go outside. Oh, me too. Like, when I'm going, when I'm driving alone and I stop on the street and someone's, like, walking by, I'm like, are they going to, like, break into my car and kidnap me right now? Yeah. Well, that makes more sense than men thinking about the Roman Empire. Like, there's a reason. Yeah. Like, but, like, the Titanic and the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory Fire? I think of, I honestly think of the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory Fire quite a lot. Once a week minimum. Just, like... I don't know if I think of it that much, but, like, anytime I do think of it, like, I feel this pit in my stomach of devastation. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And there have been other things on lighter topics that people have mentioned, too. Like, Tom Holland's iconic performance of Umbrella. The the why did you drop out of Yale scene from Gilmore Girls. Why did you drop out of Yale? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I could not. I love Jeff, even though he's not my favorite. One of these days we're going to do a Gilmore Girls episode. Oh, for sure. Um, But there are so many others, like... Pete Davidson and Timothy Chalamet's song on... Skirt, whatever. Yeah, on SNL. (laughs) There are so many that occupy so much space in our brains, and I don't even know why. I couldn't tell you why I think about all these things once a week, but I do. I have a question, though. Like, when did we learn about the Roman Empire for it to even be in people's heads? Like, like, obviously, a lot of the people that they're asking are, like, adults. However, like... Why? Like, we're now in our senior year of high school, and I've yet to learn about the Roman Empire. I mean, APRO. Um, <laughs> yeah, Molly's living it up in AP European history right now. We love. So she'll be learning about the Roman Empire, but like, I'm one of the seven people in my school currently learning about the European Empire. The, but Roman like, Empire. why? Like, what? And also, like, how did this trend start? Like, who thought to ask? Like, whose boyfriend was like, babe? Like, how often do you think of the Roman Empire? And she was like. What do you mean? And then made a TikTok. Yeah. Like, that's so, like, weird. Random. So random. I just think it's a funny thing to think about how stuff like that gets started, really. Exactly. Like, one person saying something on a random day can just start this phenomenon <laughs> of people wondering if the Triangle Shirt Waste Factory fire is the female equivalent to the <laughs> Roman Empire. Like, if a month ago you said that sentence, you told me that sentence was coming out of my mouth, they would have told you you were crazy. This is the definition of, like, when you try to, like, the f- like how funny it would be to like explain this stuff to like a Victorian child like 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 what do you think the female equivalent of the Roman Empire is like they would literally just like combust like I don't know like <laughs> like it's just so like, strange that this it? is our culture like that sounds like a question that would be on my AP or a homework <laughs> well on that note on that note we wanted to just ca- kind of tie. 
take the time to talk about different trends. We are so incredibly chronically online. Um, we It's kind of becoming a problem, at I least have, for me. I've been told that I can't have a conversation with anyone without bringing up pop, anything pop culture related. And <laughs> let's just say that might be true. But it's okay. We're going to work on that. So we want to hear all your hot takes. What are What is your version of girl dinner that is a full meal? Um, what are your thoughts on girl math? Is it no big deal? Is it, you know dangerous and what is your equivalent of the roman empire is the biggest question we're asking big existential questions here at the playlist of life pod let us know on our instagram follow us at the playlist of life pod be sure to follow the show right be sure to follow the show and um rate the show and we'll see you next time bye thanks for listening bye